crucial stage It's not because of foreign wars we wage It's more to do with the colors blue and red Too many laws and too much government Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread So many people trying to cross the border Politicians build a new world order Too many minds are convinced they should be led I've gotta be free The way God made men And I won't be ruled by the damn you win Taking your right to self-defense They say you're safer but they don't make sense Dangerous ones will not turn into guns Always ask for more All we buy is made on foreign shores Come a day when there'll be real hell to pay I've gotta be free The way God made men And I won't be ruled by the damned Welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing. With all the usual caveats, of course. With you as always, I'm your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tapp, coming to you from historic Roan County, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, here we are again, guys. And uh, We're looking around and seeing what's happening and can't help but kind of scratch our heads a little bit and wonder... Will it get better? How do we fix it? Well, pretty easy, really. Uh, first of all, we got to get rid of Joe Biden, and then we have to get rid of all the other politicians that have been in D.C. for more than four years and uh, start from scratch. I mean, that's just that's what we got to do. We have to stop reelecting and reelecting these people because... It doesn't take very long. Even the best of people, they get to D.C., they start getting pressure and nudging, and all of a sudden, they're having to stand firm on principles in the face of people trying to corrupt them. And even the strongest of characters, if left under fire long enough, can falter. So if we just stopped giving them the chance by virtue of them being there so long, well, that would go a long way. All right, before we get into anything story-wise, news-wise, I do need to ask you a very serious question. 
when things go sideways, will you be prepared? Now, a lot of you out there, you're, you're concerned. You might have to go a long time without electricity. You might have to go a long time without food. And that's why I keep pointing everyone in the direction of four patriots. You can use four patriots to get preparedness products that you can use right now. And if you're caught up in some of these wintry storms that are moving across the country, might not be a bad time to have these preparedness products. Because they could just save your life. Now, I'm looking around. I'm thinking if you're in a place where the snow is heavy and the power goes out frequently, then a Patriot Power Generator 2000X might not be a bad idea to have. It uses an endless free supply of the sun to recharge itself. And if that's what you need it to do, and it's capable of keeping your lights turned on, it's capable of keeping your TV going, uh, and, you know, just putting it out there, but if you need medical equipment to go that requires electricity, it can do that too. can even run your fridge. It's that powerful. Also, just so happens that it's expandable. And uh, that solar panel we talked about for recharging it if you need to, uh, that comes with it. It's part of the deal. Or, you know what, maybe you're not that concerned about having that backup electricity, but you are concerned about food. So pick up one of the Four Patriots best-selling survival food kits. These things taste delicious. They're designed to last up to 25 years. Good luck keeping them that long. They even have kits that have real meat in them. So, guess what? If the power goes out, no worries. If you didn't, get some backup electricity all you have to do is boil some water over a fire you simmer and serve you'll enjoy a hot meal you'll stay safe in a crisis these are great things now after some discussion with the folks over at four patriots we set up a special page just for you guys listeners of tap into the truth all you have to do is go to fourpatriots.com backslash t-a-p-p and you get to see this week's discounts and deals uh, I would recommend checking them frequently. Uh, a couple of times a week may not be a bad idea. Now, it's not going to change that frequently, but sometimes new items are put up there because they've become a limited in-stock item. You might not want to miss the opportunity to get an item before they go away for a while. All right, so again, go to 4 backslash T-A-P-P. You do need to hurry. Those deals, like I said, some of them stay up there for a few weeks. Some of them disappear within a couple of days. So you can't count on them being around. Do not procrastinate. Save a little more money. Get peace of mind. Go to the number four, fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Uh, don't hesitate. Don't delay. Don't dilly-dolly. <laughs> All right. Uh, in case you missed it. Uh, Taiwan basically just signed their requirement for Chinese military force uh, before Joe Biden's end of term. They did this by virtue of the elections they just had. They sent a clear political message to communist China. They elected the Democratic Progressive Party, DPP, 
uh, and their candidate for president to become the island's uh, next president. Now, this is remarkable in so much as that it marks the first time that any political party in Taiwan has won a third straight presidential election. Uh, the DPP has vowed political independence from China and views Taiwan as its own sovereign nation. So, we know that they made this decision, despite warnings from China, that they will be reunited. So, what does this really mean? Well, it means Chinese military will be invading Taiwan. It means China will be flexing its military might in a way that most of us would and should find unacceptable. But it also means that Joe Biden is going to have yet more political egg on his face because his weakness is shining through. In fact, we'll talk more about his weakness in hour number two, not just on the foreign uh, policy, but in how he deals with problems here at home that are a reflection of his foreign policy. But we'll get there in a bit. Uh, what we really want to look at right now is the fact that the House Republicans got together today, January 14th, time of the live broadcast here, for the benefit of those of you that are hearing the rebroadcast on the various parts of the Vera networks. The House Republicans got together and they said that they're willing to accommodate Hunter Biden. <sighs> Why? I mean, that's my first question. We get to that point. Why? Why are you willing to accommodate someone when the shoe was on the other foot? They just recently charged not one, but two people that were in Donald Trump's inner circle as he was president of the United States. When they were compelling them to come testify in front of Congress and they had executive privilege as a long-standing legal principle as their purpose for not testifying, and yet they held them in contempt and they put them in jail. So why are you willing to accommodate Hunter Biden, who not once but now twice has pulled political stunts and basically put a thumb in the eye of the House and then flew the middle finger to the entirety of the American people, of which, evidently, those with a D at the end of their name uh, seem to applaud being flipped off. I, I don't understand why. But at any rate, the, the House Republicans said that they're willing to accommodate Hunter Biden by agreeing to subpoena him again for the impeachment inquiry into his father, Joe, after he refused to comply with the last round. Now, again, I, I I can't help but wonder why Oversight Chairman James Comer and Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, they both wrote to Hunter Biden's attorney, Abby Lau, welcoming the first son's newfound willingness to testify before Congress in a deposition under subpoena. Uh, quoting here, although the committee's subpoenas are lawful, 
and remain legally enforceable as an accommodation to Mr. Biden and at your request. We are prepared to issue subpoenas compelling Mr. Biden's appearance at a deposition on a new date in the coming weeks. Now, Lowell, Lowell, whatever, wrote a letter to the chairman this past Friday after the Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Panel's approved resolutions to hold Mr. Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for defying subpoenas that were issued in November. The lawyer said that Hunter Biden would appear for a deposition or a hearing in compliance with a proper subpoena since the House voted to formally authorize the impeachment inquiry last month. So basically, they're just going back and they're saying, well, you guys sent this subpoena and you were conducting this investigation, but you hadn't actually voted on the floor to have an official inquiry. So we ignored that subpoena, even though we knew better. We were just going to stall. This was a stall tactic. And again, in my mind, offering up this effort to accommodate Hunter Biden is basically just allowing the creation of a new precedent that will further cause issues the next time you want someone to come testify. I mean, what else could this possibly do? Anyway, Hunter Biden, as you probably know, showed up at Capitol Hill twice, as I've already mentioned. Once on the day of his scheduled deposition, where he went to the Senate side of the Capitol building and gave a press conference about how he's a victim, blah, blah, blah. And uh, by the way, uh, FU, 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 essentially is what it comes down to. The second time, the most recent event, happened just last week, turned into a circus. Nobody yet uh, adequately explaining to me, or anyone else for that matter, while there just happened to be just the right number of seats available right there in the front row for Hunter and his uh, little mini entourage to just come in and sit down and make googly eyes at the uh, at the Congress people. But this was, of course, as lawmakers were trying to decide whether or not they were going to hold Hunter Biden in contempt for refusing to show up for his deposition in the first place. And, of course, he continues to demand that he be allowed to appear in an open setting, like a public hearing, to answer, quote, legitimate questions, while depriving members of the opportunity to distort his testimony. See, the problem with that is they know that all of the transcripts are made available. The transcripts are made available very quickly, so if they do misrepresent or spin the testimony given, anybody who cares enough to take a look can still read for themselves exactly what was said, and therefore you can see 
how much is spin, what's being twisted. You can see it for yourself. The problem is they know most of the American people don't care enough about it. They're not going to do that. They're going to look at those sound bites coming from the news channel that they like the most, that tells the narrative that they want to hear the most. And that's going to be the soundbite that they run with, believing that to be true. Conservatives are going to agree with whatever One America puts out, and uh, the lefties are going to be over at MSNBC going, wow, those Republicans are so wrong about everything, blah, 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 blah. But there is a legitimate reason why you have this testimony. You give these depositions privately at first. So that you don't have to deal with political grandstanding. That's the only reason to want to do it publicly to start with. And the only way that you really get to avoid the worst of political grandstanding is if they have to be concerned about what they've already said under oath. Don't want to get hit with a perjury charge. Can't just say one thing privately and then suddenly turn around and say something completely different publicly and try to pretend like you didn't do anything wrong. That is most likely the real reason that Hunter Biden does not want to give the private deposition, the closed door deposition, the testimony that's necessary to to dig just a little bit deeper, to find out those most pressing and dire questions like, Why did you call your father in the middle of a business meeting? Why did you have him talk about the weather to your business associates? And, of course, the ever-pressing question, as we got right after the circus, what's your favorite kind of uh, cocaine? Do Do you have a favorite kind of crack? Those questions and more at your next deposition. So, you know, they want to twist it and pretend like there's every good reason to want to do this in the open. And don't worry, Hunter, you'll get your chance. But you need to do this the right way. Nobody else gets away with not doing it. Why do you think you're so special? Like I said, though, House Republicans have indicated that they're willing to have Hunter Biden testify in a public hearing, but only after the deposition, and have insisted throughout this little standoff they've been having that their subpoenas were valid. And yet, offering to reissue subpoenas now, you might as well say that you're admitting that the original subpoenas weren't valid. Well, we'll just do this and clean it up so we can just get rid of that legal argument. But by doing that, you're establishing a new legal precedent. I know I already said this a minute ago, but it's important to understand this precedent being that it's only valid in this situation. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, to be honest. (coughs) Excuse me. I, I... I think that you probably should have a formal inquiry in place. 
The only reason they didn't vote for it when they opened up the investigation was because they probably didn't have enough votes to pass the resolution at the time. Remember, this is before we changed speakers at the House. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's still a lot of political theater here, and it really honestly feels like everybody that's making some political hay and getting some special camera FaceTime is kind of in on the, the theater. We're going to do this name-calling, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. We're going to let you come up here up front. And, and why? I just don't understand the why. Comer and Jordan both wrote in uh, their letter, quote, To be clear, the issuance of these subpoenas does not in any way suggest or imply that the committees believe the assertions in your January 12th letter to have any merit. Our willingness to issue these subpoenas is rooted entirely in our interest in obtaining Mr. Biden's testimony as expeditiously as possible. We're trying to speed things up. We don't want to drag this out in the courts. But that's still essentially what's going to be what's established here. Their response, of course, came as the House was expected to move forward with a vote on the floor, no less, this week. Top Democrat on the House Oversight Committee, uh, Jamie Raskin, has encouraged the GOP majority to call off the plan following the letter. Hunter Biden is giving Republicans exactly what they've been demanding this week, Raskin said this past Friday adding that the first son has, quote, offered to appear for a hearing or a deposition. It is time for chairs Comer and Jordan to call off this truly absurd and wasteful contempt proceeding and finally take yes for an answer with Chair Jordan already said that he would certainly do. <clears throat> Just theater. Political theater. How important is it in the grand scheme of things? It's not going to be. These people aren't going to do anything productive. We know that. My frustration is starting to show, I know, and I don't mean to sound quite so negative, but it's really hard not to have this little of frustration when, again, you see the two-tier system Play out in front of you. What do we have to do to get Hunter Biden to testify? I'm sorry. What do you have to do to get me to testify? You'll issue a subpoena. What will happen if I refuse that subpoena? What will happen if I ignore that subpoena? Somebody's going to come take me into custody. I'm going to have charges placed on me for refusing to honor the subpoena. And I'm going to end up having to testify about whatever it was I was being subpoenaed for in the first place. So what would have been so hard for Hunter Biden just to show up as subpoenaed and just say, I'm afraid I don't remember that. Or, respectfully, I can't answer that question without possibly incriminating myself in other matters. So I'm going to have to respectfully declined to answer that question. Uh, reasonable, well, not reasonable, but 
<laughs> answers that we've heard a million times from people who were smart enough to just show up. And you get away with it. Uh, would, would I get away with it? Would you get away with it? No. No, we would not. All right, let's take the mid-hour break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Derek Johnson. You can find me at DerekJohnsonCountry.com. And you're listening to Tim Tap and Tapping Through the Truth. She's hair pulled back in a camo cap with a catfish on the line. She's an evening gown, night on the town, candlelight and wine. She's shy, she's bold, she's like a nice cold fireball whiskey shot. She's a big high five on the 50-yard line. She's a real cool kind of hot. With her long hair's blowing out a roll-down window, my old truck shines like a brand new limo. I'm the guy with the big old smile and all the selfie shots. She's like an August day when you're bailing hay and that lemonade hits the spot. She's fun and free and lets me be me. She's a real cool kind of hot. Yeah, real cool kind of hot. Hey guys, great news. Our friends over at Vanish Holster have extended their incredible buy one, get one half off promotion. When you buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters at a discount, you can get a second one for half off that already low discounted price. Perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member that you know certainly can use it. Now look, I've promised you guys before and I continue to offer this promise that you're going to love this holster more than any other one that you own. And the reason is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. So comfortable, in fact, you'll forget you're wearing it, which, by the way, is part of why they call it the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines just in case you have to do a quick reload. Best of all... Yeah, that's right. All that great stuff, and that's not even the best part. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. Because Vanish is about to launch another promotion, this deal will expire soon. So don't procrastinate on this. Let's be real, guys. We know what's going on out there. Criminals are more emboldened than ever. And the threat of terrorism on American soil is looming larger than it has in decades. Please, don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P right now so that you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. The Bible tells us that when the wicked reign, the people mourn. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, I can say that with utmost clarity of mind, soul, and spirit, that the United States, for the most part, though not all, is unfortunately ruled by those who not only 
tend to lean toward more leftist wicked ideologies, but are themselves the embodiment of evil and are financially and frantically seeking to literally destroy our beloved republic. They were shocked beyond belief how President Trump was able to quickly spearhead numerous positive developments, both domestically and abroad, in less than four years, with a fraction of the support he should have received from the Republican Party. Far too many rhinos were more interested in playing footsies and plotting with Democrats to undermine Trump's America First policies. They declared Trump unfit to be president because he did not agree with the Democrat and rhino agenda to make the United States of America unfit to carry on as the leading nation of the world. I believe we can and will overcome this current reign of wickedness. What say you? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com and Constitutional Grounds Coffee. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow... Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yep, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. 
So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschett from redballoon.work. Check us out today. Hello, this is Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest homeschooling classical community and we are on with Tim Tap, and we are going to tap into the truth. These rich men know the rich men. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Yep, I think you know what you're doing, especially if one of those Richmond, north of Richmond we're talking about is Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. All right, before we get back into the action, I do need to ask you, have you been considering utilizing gold as a means to help hedge against inflation? Uh, maybe you've been thinking that gold would be a valuable asset to add to your portfolio to to help mitigate risk and uh, you know just to diversify your holding to to protect your hard-earned wealth as you move ever closer to hopefully retirement well if that's been the case i highly recommend you call the folks that i trust the people that i've been dealing with the premier conservative gold company harvard gold group they've got five star ratings across the board from the better business bureau they make it easy to buy and sell they've got low price guarantees they offer free promotional gold and silver valued up to fifteen thousand dollars with qualifying purchase and all you really need to do before taking any steps is give them a call for their free investor's guide I highly recommend you do that sooner rather than later. If you haven't already, don't wait much longer because whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or you just want to have gold in hand, calling Harvard Gold Group is that important first step. Give them that call at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can just visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Either way, don't forget to either use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P, or if they ask you how you heard about them, be sure to mention TAP into the truth, or just say TAP, say T-A-P-P, whatever it is. By doing that, you qualify for an additional $250 in free gold or silver, again, with a qualifying purchase, of course, but worth the call just to find out. What that qualifying purchase is, these guys will help you get on the path to protecting yourself at that next level. The dirt, the, the diversification, enunciation, and not getting tongue-tied important on radio, <laughs> diversification process. If you're not ready for it yet, they'll tell you that too. These guys don't do the hard sell. They just try to make sure you get what you need the way you need it. And that's what I like about them the most. So again, give them a call at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or visit them at harvardgoldgroup.com. 
Uh, you just you can't go wrong with them. That's all I'm saying. All right, with that out of the way, had some interesting news revealed this past week. Well, I guess technically it's still this week. <clears throat> A member of the Chinese Communist Party secretly purchased 198,000 acres of U.S. farmland. Yes, that's right. We've discovered, thanks to <clears throat> a report that was initially put in Land Report magazine and then recently picked up by the New York Post, that co-founder of Shanda Interactive Entertainment made a purchase of land in Oregon for $85 million, paying around $430 an acre for farmland, nearly 200,000 acres. This happened back in 2015, by the way. So this property that was acquired of from the former Crown Pacific Timberlands in Oregon, from Fidelity National Financial Ventures, for that $85 million. It was done via the investment vehicle Whitefish Cascade Forest Resources, LLC. Now, oh, pretty name, right? Whitefish Cascade Forest Resources. And don't forget, LLC. Limited Liability Corporate. This happened in December of 2023. The tax, Oregon tax records finally revealed that the 198,000-acre block was currently owned by Shenanda Asset Management, LLC. So it was bought back in 2015, and it was finally revealed through tax records this past year, hmm, it sounds like the shell company game is strong in Oregon. Now, according to the Daily Mail, this purchase doesn't show up in the government's records of land ownership by foreign investors. I wonder why. Again, the shell corporations may be helping to cover one transaction after another, filter through here, move through there, avoid the direct responsibilities. Hmm. Now, back in October, the Department of Agriculture estimated that Chinese entities owned around 400,000 acres of U.S. farmland, which translates to more than $2 billion. Though it's a fraction of foreign-owned farmland, the number has alarmed lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. You know, since it's dramatically increased over the past decade, and China has been more and more adversarial towards the U.S. Only, here's the thing, they're not really being more adversarial, they're just being more openly hostile about it. China's not been a friend to the United States. China, once the communist revolution took place, made it quite clear. They don't like us. 
We are their enemy, and their goal is to dominate the world, and they believe they're going to do it. That's why they ally themselves with other nations that have similar beliefs that eventually they will be the dominant force. They feel that they have common enemies and that they have common goals and that as long as they can work together long enough to take out the biggest obstacles they face, then they can deal with the others in their own time. At the time that it was acknowledged that this 400,000 acres estimate was likely far lower than the real number. In fact, I seem to recall us talking about that at the time and saying, hmm, a lot of folks are saying that's probably much lower. And as it turns out, it's much, much, much lower. For one thing, there's been an antiquated paper-based reporting system for foreign-owned land. And if someone owns less than 10 acres, it doesn't even have to be reported. Nor does someone leasing land have to be reported. Uh, quoting here from Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, Right now, we don't know the full extent of the risk at hand. Outdated reporting systems and a lack of auditing at both the state and federal level leaves us with incomplete information and many questions. Well, congratulations, Senator Baldwin. Glad that you have the questions. Glad that you're willing, or at least want to signal that you're willing to ask those questions. But in truth, paper records are not antiquated. Paper records are probably more reliable than those digital records that I'm sure you're wanting to discuss because digital records can be altered much, much easier than paper records can be. But you're right about the auditing or lack thereof. And could there be a reason, you know, other than laziness, incompetence, or stupidity? which those may very well be the reasons, but could there be another reason why while there might be a lack of auditing? I, just wondering out loud, doing the job the journalist won't, asking the questions that need to be answered. Elise Stefanik, Republican representative from New York, speaking to the New York Post this past Saturday, said that the Biden administration has dropped the ball when it comes to foreign adversaries gobbling up American farmland. Really? Do you really think they dropped the ball? Or maybe, just maybe, the Biden administration is operating under the orders of their handlers and they're just doing the job they're being paid for. Not, not the one they've been elected to, not the one that they're receiving U.S. taxpayer dollars for, the one that they're really getting paid for, you know, by the folks that are paying them the millions of dollars that they're getting, as opposed to, you know, that civil servant salary that they're actually supposed to be limited to. So, yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I, I do like Elise Stefanik. I think she is a very good representative, especially considering she's coming up out of New York. But the point of the matter here is, 
it's not a case of having dropped the ball. It's a case of they're playing a different game. The Biden administration in particular is playing a different game. The Democrats across the board have been playing a different game. They no longer, in significant numbers, seem to be, I don't know, what's what's the word here? Uh, loyal to America. Yeah, yeah, that's the phrasing I'm looking for. Tim, Tim, that's a very serious accusation you're making against these people. Yeah, and I stand by that accusation. I think it's a, a very reasonable one to make, considering what we see as the actions that they take on a regular basis. Well, Elise Stepanek wasn't done. She continued by pointing out a few more obvious things. Quote, Communist China is pursuing U.S. agricultural land to subvert our sovereignty, undermine our agricultural industry, encroach on our military installations, and un I'm sorry, upend America's rural communities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Way to succinctly state the obvious. The question now is, what are you going to do about it, at least? What Representative Stefanik needs to do, along with the entirety of the Republican-controlled House, with bipartisan support, should move swiftly to put an end to this. We like the idea of some level of foreign investment, but the idea of foreign ownership of land, particularly American farmland, that seems pretty pretty much a, a threat to national security, if you get what I'm putting out right here. I mean, again, we're starting off talking about this particular issue by discussing a purchase that took place in 2015 that nobody figured out it was actually a member of the Chinese Communist Party that was really behind this until this past year. And they're still not wanting to come forward. They knew in November. We're finding out in the middle of January of 2024. Been some stalling on this one, evidently. But as shocking as land purchases like this happen to be, this particular one is uncovered. U.S. politicians are also expressing concern over Tens of thousands of Chinese nationals trying to cross our southern border in the past 11 months, which we've also talked a great deal about. In fact, I seem to recall discussing that as a primary topic this past Friday with one of our guests. It's been estimated that some 31,000 Chinese nationals were stopped by law enforcement at our border. This is being reported by CNN, no less. According to U.S. Customs and Border Patrol data, the U.S. would typically only see around 1,500 Chinese nationals in a given year over the previous decade. And even that was a disconcertingly high number. But most of the Chinese nationals are reportedly claiming that they want to come to the U.S. to escape the oppressive communist regime. Notably, however, a News Nation report last month 
captured footage of some Chinese nationals trying to get into the U.S., and overwhelmingly, those observed were coming, just happened to be, like a lot of the other people illegally crossing our southern border, single military-age adult males. It's important to pay close attention to that kind of detail. It's important to understand why that detail is important. Because those guys aren't trying to escape. Those guys are the ones that are going to be having the best time in the places that they came from. Those are the people that are going to be honored and revered and respected. They're going to be following orders. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here, guys? I, I know I don't have to tell regular listeners of the show. In fact, you guys are probably like, Tim, just how many times are you going to tell us this? But in truth, there's new listeners every day. And if one of them's never heard this before, far be it from me not to make it clear. And it doesn't hurt to reiterate the simple facts. We need to remind ourselves. We need to remind ourselves what we're fighting against, why we're fighting against it, why it's important, so that we know also not to just buy into leftist talking points to try to put us off guard until it's too late. Now, there has been some movement, some efforts to prevent adversarial nations from purchasing American farmland. Arkansas has been leading the way with that, but there's also been some efforts to force adversarial governments and high-ranking members of the CCP in particular to have to sell back any land that they have purchased. There's legality questions, and this one seems pretty simple, guys. It's not necessarily legal for us to sell this land to them in the first place. Well, there's not a law against it, so clearly it's legal. Okay, well, what what do you want us to do? Well, they've got constitutional rights. No, technically they don't. Now, people get riled up whenever I point this out, and people have kind of moved past the idea. There is recognition of basic human rights. But that's not the same thing as fully protected constitutional rights. It's not. And any indication in uh, to the contrary, it's just not true. If you are a member of the Chinese Communist Party, you are not here to do good things for America. And if you're not here to do good things for America, you shouldn't be owning American real estate. Doesn't matter if it's farmland, doesn't matter how close or how far away from a military installation it is. It doesn't matter what the reason is. I'm starting to feel like Dwayne Johnson here. It doesn't matter what... It, it doesn't. Sorry about the rock reference if you <laughs> didn't get it, but the point is a simple one. We have no freaking clue at this moment in time of how many foreign nationals own farmland in the United States. 
an important part of us being able to withstand any prolonged military action in the event that somebody feels froggy. As it's been made pretty clear, the Chinese are feeling pretty froggy, especially about Taiwan. They've made it pretty clear. They also understand the geopolitical circumstances here. They understand that when Biden's time is up, their time to act is over. They want to be done with and have heavily fortified positions before the peaceful transfer of power occurs again. They're not that overly concerned about the next Democrat. But again, why should they be concerned about this administration? Is even if they weren't bought and paid for, which certainly looks like they are, even if they're not, they couldn't possibly do anything on the international stage any worse than what they've already done. They have already shown their necks to vicious predators. The fact that their jugglers haven't been exposed yet is only because right now it serves those predators, it serves their desires, it serves their agenda. America's been sold out. The so-called adults who are supposed to be back in charge after the childish Orange man who's bad, who's just running around playing with shiny toys and meeting people and blah, blah, blah. You know, the same story that the left kept telling about Donald Trump over and over again. The adults certainly don't seem to be very good at adulting. They don't seem to be capable of even the most basic premise of being an adult, and that's understanding when it's time to change course. You may never, never admit publicly that you were wrong, but you need to admit it privately and change course. Joe Biden won't even admit there's an issue at the border. There is no border crisis, he says, as he's dallying back and forth between Camp David. There's no border. I've been trying to get the Republicans since they first came to office this is give me the money I need, give you the money you need to continue to fast-track more illegals into the interior of the country. That's the part of the problem. For the love of all that's holy in heaven and for the love of the United States of America and her constitutional founding, it's absurd to believe for a second that there's not a problem at the border. It's absurd to believe that they're doing the right thing when it comes to dealing with Israel, when it comes to dealing with Hamas, when it comes to dealing with anything at all. It's insane. The question now becomes, how delusional are they? Because one of two things is going on here. Either they honestly believe this crap, which I know at least the people that work for Biden don't, a good number of them, or they think you're so stupid that you'll believe it just because they say so. Ignore your lying eyes about how bad inflation has been. Oh, inflation is lower. Oh, great. So the increase of the prices are slowing down. But the fact that the prices have still increased at a record level previous to this and continue to go up still means that I have less money left over by the time I buy a few things. But yeah, I'm not going to believe my lion eyes. I'm not going to 
believe my lying bank account. I'm going to believe you because you'd never lie to me, would you, creepy, handsy-feely Uncle Joe? You'd never lie. Not once. You would never, ever plagiarize speeches. You would never make up stories about hiking <laughs> around the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. You would never, ever make up stories about riding around Amtrak trains with a, a certain conductor who evidently had died before you made these trips you claim certainly wouldn't lie about having been marching in the civil rights movement and and being in South Africa and getting arrested with Nelson Mandela. Now, you wouldn't lie to us. <sighs> no. Just crazy talk, I know. So, what is it? Is it that they are just that delusional? Or is it that they believe we're so stupid, we'll buy into it? Is it that they believe that there's enough Americans out there that they'll buy into the crap, and then people like us who will point out how much crap it really is, well, well, those are just those MAGA Republicans that are just as guilty of insurrection as Donald Trump. Those extremists. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's reset the hour. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. She was from a blue state clan, taught to praise the little man, told that unions saved the working class. He was raised a red state son To love the flag and own a gun Warned about the greed within the mass They met beneath the moonlit sky A college party drunk and high And when they had degrees they said their vows He couldn't say when He couldn't say how He couldn't say why she was different in his eyes They built careers and had a kid Tried to live like their parents did But both their parties taxed them close to death They learned to hate the public schools Watch TV making fools While trial lawyers looted what was left she couldn't say when She couldn't say how She couldn't say why He was different in her eyes Saw them years ago A happy little cabin in the west They homeschooled on their farm Making so much more from so much less
They can say when, they can say how. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. That's right, let's go, Brandon. Or, as they were chanting at the White House gate the other day, FJB. Uh, of course, you know what all that stands for, and they were actually chanting the whole thing, but I'm trying to keep it clean enough for radio here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with us as we now slide headlong into hour number two of today's broadcast Welcome. Thank you for being here. As always, I do appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the special opportunity to be rebroadcast uh, for Monday uh, on the uh, Vera Networks. That, of course, includes uh, WCETFM in beautiful Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, also, TheLastFrequency.com. And all the other digital platforms that that can be found on, including over at TuneIn, under Vera Networks, and, you know, all the other places. And I hope that you guys are actually listening. And remember, if you don't hear every broadcast, which most of the time you guys don't get to hear the Sunday broadcast, it's almost exclusively a podcast, uh, you can just go track down the podcast and pretty much wherever you find podcasts. I'm asking folks to come uh, start following the show on Spreaker. Uh, because right now, Spreaker's now uh, doing this new bit where they're trying to to build communities there. They're trying to do something similar to what local slash rumbles have been doing. And it's a, a very... It's a great platform, by the way. It does a great job. They also syndicate it, so you can find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio and and a lot of other places that I'm just I don't have time to go go down the list. But wherever you listen to your podcast, and maybe you're not a big podcast listener, if you're not, go check out Spreaker.com. Uh, there will be links in show descriptions, of course, but. All you have to do is go to Spreaker.com, and uh, you can search for Tap Into The Truth uh, just right there. Uh, you also can check out our social media uh, interactions. Lots of times I'll share broadcast after the podcasts are officially up. And when you do that, uh, you can go to that homepage for the show and, and click follow and get notifications and all that cool stuff. Highly recommend you do it. And, and you can come over to Locals, by the way. I uh, would love to have a few more people sign up and join the Tap Into The Truth community. Uh, we're still kind of small over there. need to get some folks built up. I've done some supporters-only material because I've got a few supporters over there. But uh, signing up and being part of the community is free. Uh, obviously, if we get a few more supporters signed on, we'll do more uh, supporter-only material. Uh, 
material there. So got to have content that makes it worthwhile. And I have, have not been doing enough supporter-only content, but really need to get those numbers up before we can get much further into it. Okay, so with that having been said, I do need to ask you a very important question before we get into the news stories that I wanted to talk to you about here in hour number two. And that question is, are you going to be prepared when things go sideways? Now, if the answer is yes, great. I'm glad to hear it. And I hope you're right. I hope you really are prepared, not just telling me that so I'll shut up and leave you alone. <laughs> I'm familiar with that response. I'm married and have children. But uh, if you are, then great. Then the question becomes, what about all the people that you love and care about? Family members, maybe maybe a really close neighbor or a co-worker that you hang out with afterwards. Just your friends, for crying out loud. Most of you have, at least some of them. <laughs> Are they going to be prepared? Because if they're not, if you're good to go, but they're not, you don't want them showing up at their, your house because they know that you're better prepared. Help get them prepared. Send them over to fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Look, we know what's at stake. We know what's happening out in our country and what's happening around the world. Things have been on a downward spiral and the entire world has become a much less safe place since the installation of Joseph Robinette Biden into the White House. We know this. So you need to make sure that you or the people you care most about have preparedness products that they can use right now and that could save their lives or your life. Whether we're talking about the Patriot Power Generator 2000X or talking about the Four Patriots best-selling survival food kits or water filtration devices, or a million other great, awesome things that they have, check it out. Start getting ready. When it comes to those survival food kits, by the way, they are so yummy. I mean, they are. They're delicious. They're designed to last for up to 25 years. You don't even have to worry about whether or not you have power, though, because if the power goes out, boil some water over a fire, simmer and serve. You're good to go. Look, I had the folks over at Four Patriots set up this special page just for you guys, listeners of the show. But it's okay if you share it with friends and people that you know. In fact, it's okay if you share the show with them, too. But let them know. Go to the number four patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. That way you can start off your adventure with Four Patriots seeing this week's discounts and deals. Now, you can still shop the rest of the site once you're there, but that is the best place to start every visit because that's where your best prices, your best deals are going to be. And it's also going to be propagated with some stuff that the inventory is getting really low. And so you don't always know when that inventory is going to be back. So you take full advantage of that. But there's so many cool and awesome things that you just have to see it for yourself to believe it. So, again, don't take my word for it. Just go to 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Hurry 
the deals there. They change quickly. They don't all last very long. Go save some money and get some peace of mind right now. One more time, that is the number four, patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Okay? All right, with that being said, let's get into the next story. Now, unless you were under a rock, you probably already realize the first part of the story. And it's important that we talk about this to get a better feel about the second aspect of the story that we'll get to in just a minute. The Secret Service and staff members and journalists, well, Secret Service said that they had to move staff members and journalists, that they were relocated as pro-Palestinian demonstrators shook the security fence and threw objects at law enforcement officers outside of the White House this past Saturday. Now, of course, one Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. was not at the White House when this was happening. He had traveled to Camp David earlier in the day, but that didn't stop the large crowd from getting little rowdy outside the barriers following a nearby rally in support of a ceasefire in Israel's war against Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Because for some strange reason, lefties in this country and young morons seem to think that we can just magically make Israel stop. Not that we should even want them to, but the fact that they think that means that they feel like they can show up and do whatever they want. And why wouldn't they think that? After the summer of love, after the challenges of facing off with what occurred at the murder of St. George of Floyd. I mean, you know, they were literally not only allowed to burn down police stations and federal court buildings in certain western states, they were encouraged to do so, and they even had one Kamala Harris out there desperately trying to raise money to help bail out people who did that. So why wouldn't these lefties think that it's okay they have the green light to show up at the White House and do their worst? Now, I really don't know about you guys, but I'm not real big on the fact that the Secret Service felt like it was necessary to start evacuating people. They, they very politely and diplomatically called it relocating in this case. But they were moving people because there was a legitimate threat. Anyway, quoting here from a statement released by the Secret Service. During the demonstration near the White House complex on January 13th, a portion of the anti-scale fencing that was erected for the event sustained temporary damage. The issues were promptly repaired on site by U.S. Secret Service support teams. Uh, translation, they messed up the fence and they had to fix it after they got these people backed off enough to do so. Um, but there's more in the statement. <clears throat> As a precaution, 
some members of the media and staff in proximity to Pennsylvania Avenue were temporarily relocated while the issue was being addressed. The Secret Service made no arrest associated with the march, and there was no property damage to the White House or adjacent buildings, except if they damaged the fencing. Why wasn't there an arrest made? I mean, legitimately, if that had been somebody wearing a red hat, it wouldn't even have had to have said, make America great again. It could have just been a red hat. Just a red hat. They would have taken that person in custody, they would have roughed them up, and we wouldn't be hearing for, from them at all for at least 18 months. And then eventually, they might get tried side by side with the January 6er. So, you know what I'm saying, right? Now, the Washington Post reported a few hundred people gathered in Lafayette Square, which, of course, is across from the White House, and they noted that at least one person tried to scale the fence as some protesters were trying to unhook a section of it nearby before police quickly refortified the barrier. Shouldn't they have quickly taken that person into custody? I mean, granted, I know how law enforcement's done in D.C. now, just like in other lefty-controlled cities with George Soros, uh, attorney generals, uh, and uh, district attorneys. Oh, what are we going to do? Well, are they criminals? Yeah, let them go. Well, what are we going to do about these guys? Are they criminals? Not really. They were just expressing their constitutional God-given rights. Whose side are they on? They're conservatives. Lock them up. Julio Rosas, a journalist and an author on scene, posted multiple videos over on X, formerly Twitter, showing people hitting and shaking the security fence. At one point, Rosas said that the D.C. police and Secret Service agents had to rush to one area of the fence to prevent a breach. I seem to recall a time where just approaching the fence would have caused a forceful reaction, especially if they believed for one second that you were there in an angry mindset. Anyway, quoting here from Miss Pamela Smith, Metropolitan Police Chief, today, the District of Columbia welcomed many visitors who came to make their voices heard and evidently to break stuff and to try to get into the White House. Oh, what? I wasn't supposed to say that part? Sorry. Right, let me get back to the quote then. <laughs> it's the right to peacefully protest. By the way, breaking a fence is not peacefully protesting. It's at best vandalism. It's at worst a riot. Okay. The right to peacefully protest is one of the cornerstones of our democracy. Uh, again, sorry, uh, Pamela, Police Chief Smith, we have no democracy here. It's not a democracy. Not a democracy. Not a democracy. 
constitutionally federated republic is what we're supposed to have. Banana republic is what we actually have, but we do not have a democracy. We have never had a democracy, and if God still reigns in heaven, we never will have a democracy, unless that's his plan, and if that's his plan, then we pissed him off pretty badly. Okay, let me try again. Doing doing my exercises here. The right to peacefully protest is one of the cornerstones of our democracy that we don't have. And the Metropolitan Police Department has long supported those who visit our city to demonstrate safely. However, violence, destructive behavior, and criminal activities are not tolerated except when they are, which they clearly were, because that's what you let happen. You let them come up to the fence. You let them damage the fence. You let one of these morons, at the very least, at least one of them, try to scale the fence. You had to rush over. You had to relocate, a.k.a. evacuate personnel. I'm sorry, that is destructive behavior, that is criminal behavior, and if you didn't make a single arrest, you tolerated it. Pamela, however, also added after that statement, while a majority of today's demonstrations remained peaceful, there were instances of illegal and destructive behavior in Lafayette Park, including items being thrown at our officers. One of them got a boo-boo. We are supporting our partners at the United States Park Police as they investigate and hold those found responsible accountable for their actions. And what exactly are they looking to do? Are you actually telling me that if anyone does eventually get in trouble for this, it's only going to be because they assaulted you personally, or your officers in this case? I mean, it, it, I still think that that has a lot to do with the difference between why they attack January Sixers the way they do, as opposed to the people that were trying to burn down courthouses and police stations in Portland and in various other parts of Oregon and Washington State. I think the fact that this was directed at the people holding the levers of power it's the reason they got upset. We're, we're going to hold you accountable if you threw something at us and hurt one of us. But you can tear down the fence. You can get across the fence. You can run all the way up to the White House. Because, you know, thankfully, Joe Biden's not there right now. You can scream FJB all you want. You can scream, let's go, Brandon. You can talk about how the... Israelis are a bunch of fascists, evil occupiers. You can do all those things. We're going to let you do that. That's going to be okay. That's not to the elevation of destructive or criminal behavior high enough for us not to just roll you down the block and then cut you loose like what we do with everything else. But... If one of my officers has a boo-boo because of you, then the full force and fury of the United States government's coming down on your head.
And why not? After all, it's what they do. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like every time that I report on stuff going on in D.C., at the end of every sentence, I should hit a sound effect. Because that's where we're at. We're losing the game show, guys. It's insane. You you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. You're not backing up your statements. We don't tolerate destructive behavior. We don't tolerate criminal behavior. And then you just do it. I mean, you keep using this word, but I don't think it means what you think it means. And you don't get to just keep changing the meaning of the words. Words have meanings. Words matter. They have power. And they only matter when you use them properly. And you guys, you just keep trying to pretend like you've magically changed the meaning of the word. You keep acting like you can use e equity and equality interchangeably. You can't. They have different meanings. There's a reason. They know they have different reasons. That's why they've started using one instead of the other. You can't guarantee outcomes. You can only guarantee opportunities. When you start guaranteeing outcomes, then all the outcomes have to be bad. Because that's the, literally the only thing that you can guarantee as an outcome. But that doesn't matter. What matters is that you threw something at one of their people. And again, don't get me wrong, that's criminal too, and you should be held accountable if you're assaulting anyone. If they're in uniform, if they're actually trying to keep the peace, if they're doing the job of police work, then yeah, you should be held accountable for assaulting them. This is not the way we're supposed to go about making change here within the country, but it doesn't matter, does it? What does matter is what they got away with, and what does matter is what they're going to continue to expect to get away with. You've conditioned these young people now to think that this is how you go out and you make the changes. You can get, you've condensed them into believing that they do live in a democracy, not a constitutionally federated republic, uh, certainly not the banana republic that they all keep demanding because they seem to not understand the most basic and most fundamental concept of successfully living in a civilization, and that is recognizing that your neighbors have the same rights that you do. You have the right to ignore religion. I have the right to pursue a religion. You have the right to believe that a pre-born baby human may actually just be a lump of cells. You've got the right to believe that. You have the right to be as wrong as you want to be. But I also have the right to believe correctly that that is simply a human that has not been born yet. It has not left the birth canal yet. That is the only difference between that human and all the others on the planet. Your rights don't trump mine. My rights don't trump yours. Your rights to believe something erroneously doesn't trump the right of that pre-born baby human either. Tim, you gotta stop calling it that. Well, what am I supposed to call it? 
uh, pre-born Apache attack helicopter? We know what it is. It's a baby. You can't say that, Tim. Well, yeah, actually, I can. I will. I am. I'm going to continue to do so. And it doesn't matter what you think. Why? Because this is the United States of America, and as long as it continues to be, we have the right to speak freely, especially on political topics. That's what we're here to do. Stop trying to talk me out of it, you big weenies. Stop being afraid. If you're going to wear the uniform, though, guys, try enforcing the law. And the law says that at the very least, the people that shook that fence and the one person, well, something tells me there was probably more than one, but the one or more people that actually tried scaling the fence, they all broke the law and should at the very least have been taken into custody and should at the very least have to pay, pay bail and should at the very least have to pay a fine after they get their day in court. It's pretty obvious that they did the crime. Oh, but you know, here we are. Different level of criminality. Yeah, it's a terrible crime. Well, it doesn't sound like any real harm was done. But I know for a fact I wouldn't be allowed to do it and get away with it. All right, it's about time for us to take the mid-hour break again. But before we do that, I need to share some really good news with you and that happens to be that our friends over at Vanish have extended their incredible, amazing buy one, get one half price promotion from the holidays. Bottom line here, the easy thing to do, you go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P by using the backslash T-A-P-P that automatically activates a discount for you. Now, when you buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters at that discounted price, you can get a second one for half off that discounted price. So you get a discount, and then you get a discount cut in half. The discount's not cut in half. The price of the discount a second time, and then that price cut in half. Anyway, it's perfect if you want to own one, and then you look at that world's most comfortable holster and decide that you want to give one to a friend or a family member or you know what? <laughs> Maybe you don't have any friends or any family members that you trust to carry a firearm. And in that case, you got one for backup. No, no rule says you can't have two. Anyway, it's still perfect either way you want to go about it. And guys, seriously, uh, all kidding aside, you will love this holster. And I promise that you will. It's fantastic. And the reason why you're going to love it is because you can carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, in fact, you're going to forget that you're even wearing it. That's part of why they call it the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster from Vanish, it fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. And as great as all that is, it's still not even the best part. Because the best part is that it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you can get all your money back. <laughs> They've got a hassle-free return policy. It's not going to be hard for you to do it. Vanish Holster. This promotion, it's going to come to an end soon. 
this deal will not last much longer, so do not hesitate. Do not procrastinate. Take advantage of it while you can. And as always, being real, tapping into the truth of the situation, we know what's going on out there. Criminals, they're more emboldened than ever. Why wouldn't they be? We see them getting away with stuff. And the threat of terrorism on American soil is looming larger than it has in decades. Please, don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go there right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Just don't hesitate. Don't wait. Go, go take care of it right now. With that being said, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Tap Into the Truth. Hey, Joe. They say building back better make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say, stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Keep your big mess away from me and mine. If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just fine. Make America Great Again known as MAGA, is a noble cause. But unless we the people make excellence great again, our republic's best days will only remain a fond memory. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Face from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, there was a time in our republic when Americans took pride in a job well done. No matter what the job, career, or entrepreneurial venture, excellence of results was expected and demanded. Excellence was taught from Christian pulpits and Jewish synagogues from the biblical chapters in Proverbs. Parents taught their children to seek to be excellent in all they do, whether it was schoolwork, household chores, etc. So long as the principle of excellence, along with high moral standards, were passed down to each succeeding generation, America was great. Because through excellence, along with high moral standards, our republic maintained her one-time position as the envy of the world and one nation under God. So yes, America can be great again, but only if we the people are willing to work to reestablish the standard of excellence. Let us make excellence great again, and then America will truly be great again. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific, to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. 
go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow... Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. Damn you, when. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I gotta wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yep, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschetz from RedBalloon.Work. Check us out today. This is Ross Thompson with Patriot Defender. You're listening to Tim Tapp on Tap Into the Truth. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act the fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think it's tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back as uh, we, of course, now are heading into the final segment of the show. Glad to have you here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, for those of you that are listening to the rebroadcast on the Vera Networks, I know that everybody working over there appreciates it as well. Thank you for taking your time and dedicating it to listening to this program. 
Uh, before we get back to the uh, next story, and I'm going to try to sneak two stories in, so bear with me. You know how this works out. I get a little long-winded sometimes, but before we do that, I do need to point out to you that if you've been thinking about gold, or maybe you're not quite certain how having physical gold can actually help diversify and protect your wealth, then you need to give my friends over at Harvard Gold Group a call. Look, these guys are the guys that I trust. Uh, I got gold and silver from them. Uh, they're not just a sponsor here. They are, in fact, friends over there. I, I had conversations. I got to know them before we took them on. And these people, uh, they're not just the premier conservative gold company. They are genuine Christian folks that want to make sure that you are are in the best possible situation moving into retirement and protecting yourself against the dangers of the digital dollar, as well as inflation and, you know, just the ability to have something of merit and value that the government can't control. It's yours when you own gold and silver, and uh, that's a good thing. But they're also understanding that after talking to you that maybe you're not to the point yet in your retirement planning and your wealth building, that getting gold or silver makes a lot of sense for you yet. Maybe you still have some more groundwork to do to make sure liquidity and all that great stuff. And what sets these guys apart from other companies is that they'll tell you, you know, and they'll point you in the right direction. That's part of why I love these guys and why I have no qualms at all about uh, telling you about them and trying to send you to them. Uh, Harvard Gold Group, they're phenomenal. Look, they've got, and for good reason, five-star ratings across the board from the Better Business Bureau. They make it easy to buy and sell. They've got low-price guarantees. They offer up to $15,000 worth of free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchases. And all you have to do is call their free investor guide today. Just call to get that guide. Whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or just have gold in hand, call Harvard Gold Group. You can call them right now while you're listening. 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Be sure when they ask you how you heard about them that you mention this show, mention Tap Into the Truth, or just say T-A-P-P, baby. You don't want to give them a call? You can just visit them online. You can go to harvardgoldgroup.com. Make sure there that you use promo code TAPP. And the reason you want to do that is it will also entitle you to an additional $250 in free promotional gold or silver with a qualifying purchase. And that's on top of any other promotions you're qualifying for. So it's a win-win across the board. There's no reason not to tell them you heard about it here. Again, that's 844-977-GOLD, 844-977-4653, or harvardgoldgroup.com. Uh, it doesn't get much easier than that, right? Okay, so let's jump in. Uh, I mentioned at the top of this hour that there was two parts to that story. Part one, and why you would just believe it's okay to behave the way they did, was this protest at the White House where they basically forced the evacuation of staff and journalists. 
The second part that's going to make it seem okay is their spineless reaction from the administration itself, because the Biden White House was out saying on Sunday, January 14th, that they were, quote, intensely pressuring Israel to lower the intensity of their military operations against the Hamas terrorist organization inside Gaza. The question here is why? Why is John Kirby? Coordinator for Strategic Communications of the National Security Council, speaking to Margaret Brennan on CBS News, Face the Nation. Why? 100 days after Hamas's unprecedented terror attack, when more than 1,200 Israelis were murdered, why is this the remark that's being made? We're intentionally, intensely pressuring Israel to lower the intensity of their military operation. You should be encouraging them to increase it until Hamas is no more. But instead, you're like, well, we have to play to the base. Most of the voting base for the Democratic Party is still very much in favor of Israel. They're still very much in favor of no anti-Semitism. They're still very much in favor of seeing Jews being treated fairly and not being a target of international efforts, especially being targeted by terrorist organizations from their neighbors that simply want the land the Israelis currently live in. And I'm talking about Israel right now. I'm not talking about the Gaza envelope or the West Bank. I'm talking about Israel proper, talking about the territory that they have had since the end of World War II. I'm talking about Israel. The so-called Palestinians, they want it. They just want it. And what would happen if they got it? What would happen if that was the result? Doesn't matter. John Kirby's out here saying, you know what? We're still trying to pressure them. And then they probably are, but we don't know for sure. It's just this is how they're reacting when people show up trying to tear down the gate outside the White House. Oh, no. What they should be doing is saying, hey, guys, you know, we've still got some folks that we've had in custody for about three years now. Coming up on four years real soon, we, we, we've got some folks that are in custody. You know what they did? Some of them just stood around outside of the Capitol building and never went inside. Some of them went inside the Capitol building, looked around and said, hmm, interesting, and left. Some of them got way rowdier. Those people deserve to be in jail. Some of those people still don't deserve what's happened to them to this point. If you assaulted police officers, you deserve a more strict punishment. But if you didn't commit any real crime other than trespassing, uh, then the punishment should be in line with trespassing. If you didn't do any damage, if you didn't cause any harm, if you didn't commit an act of vandalism, if you, you didn't commit an act of assault on anyone, then you probably should just be given a fine and sent home and said, please don't do that again. Second offense will be a little stiffer. If you just stood around outside and never entered the building, you probably shouldn't be in any trouble at all. 
But you know what? People show up at the White House, say, uh, FJB, let's go, Brandon, and try to tear down the fence. Oh, why would you be trying to tear down the fence? Why would you be trying to scale the fence? Maybe to get inside the White House? There's not too many other reasons to try to do it. Seems to me like that's a much greater threat to the republic because it's not a threat to democracy because we don't have a democracy. Anyway, this is the response you get when they show up for that. Kirby talking about how it's the right thing to do to pressure Israel to lower the intensity of its military campaign against the genocidal terrorist against the people that have made it clear <clears throat> that as long as they draw breath, they're going to try to destroy Israel. They're going to try to kill not just Israelis, but all the Jews everywhere. And uh, heaven forbid, if you happen to be an Israeli Arab, well, that's the worst kind of traitor. You're a turncoat. We got to kill you too. And when we're done with all that, then we're going to turn our sights on the Western nations. Why? Because we're also an impediment to their designs at creating a worldwide caliphate, which Hamas is very much in favor of. Yes, please, and thank you. It's not the right thing to do to pressure Israel to back off. In fact, the right thing to do would be to pressure the rest of the world to back off and let Israel get the job done if they're not willing to help do it. And Israel hasn't asked for help in doing that. Israel has asked for help in trying to uh, make sure they have enough munitions to fight off Hezbollah from the north and Iran if they start feeling froggy, which they still much rather fight a proxy war with their little minions and all their tentacles they've got scattered about the Middle East as opposed to direct confrontation. But make no mistake about it, if we signal the wrong way, they're just as likely to get directly involved when it comes to attacking Israel. Because the Ayatollah and the mullahs there, they firmly believe it's their responsibility to wipe them off the face of the earth before coming after the United States and attempting to do the same thing. That is in their religious dogma. In the statements that they have made, they clearly wish to do this, and they want to cause us the harm, but instead some people show up, they rattle the fence, they say some mean-sounding things, and... We go out on TV all day Sunday and talk about how we're we're just so desperately trying to stop those mean old Jews from just trying to kill all the Palestinians. Which, again, if that's what they wanted to do, they could have. They had enough weapons. They never had to put a single Israeli soldier in harm's way. They could have just said, okay... Uh, screw it, we're not likely to be able to get very many of the hostages back anyway, so you cross the line, you're all dead. They could have. They knew they are going to get the same type of backlash from the international community either way. Why not? Why not indeed? Because they value human life, even the lives of their enemies. They only wish to eliminate those that they simply cannot live with in peace. And they're still hopeful that there's some part of the civilian population that maybe someday they can. But you're never going to hear that, are you? 
All right, real quick, probably not enough time to do it justice, but we'll talk about it anyway, because it's kind of a big deal. Just in case you missed this particular story, uh, former President of the United States Orange Man Bad, a.k.a. Donald John Trump, also known as, you know, the kicker of puppies, the eater of babies, the climate arsonist, well... He's going to have to pay the New York Times and three of its reporters hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. Because the judge last week ordered it. The ruling, of course, was the latest development in Trump's $100 million lawsuit accusing the New York Times and its journalists and his estranged niece, Mary Trump, of engaging in a, quote, insidious plot to obtain his confidential tax information for a series that was published back in 2018. Now, New York Judge Robert Reed, who dismissed the Times and the individual reporters from the suit back in May, uh, a judgment that was citing First Amendment protections for some reason thinking that Trump's private tax records falls under the First Amendment freedom of the press uh, issued. I, I'm still trying to, again, you know, one right doesn't trump the other kind of thing. Mm, questionable legal decision, we'll say. But Judge Robert Reed uh, issued that order and said in that order that a complexity of issues warranted Trump cover nearly $400,000 in attorney's fees, legal expenses, and costs. So a spokesperson for the Times, Daniel Rhodes, ha, issued a celebratory statement heralding the decision and showing how the expanded anti-SLAPP law in New York can be, quote, a powerful force for protecting press freedom. <sighs> by the way, the judge also rejected a request by Mary Trump, who was accused of breaching a settlement agreement by disclosing tax documents, to pause the case while she appeals a June decision that allowed the suit against her to advance. So, sorry, Mary, turns out that betraying your family and still having the last name Trump puts you at a disadvantage in a New York courtroom. It doesn't matter if you're on their side or not. Quote, while we are disappointed that the New York Times is no longer in this matter, we're pleased that the court once again affirmed the strength of our claims against Mary and is denying her attempt to avoid accountability. That's, of course, is Donald Trump's attorney, Alina Haba. We look forward to proceeding with our claims against her. I'm sure they do. Look, right now Donald Trump's facing a flurry of criminal cases and civil litigation as he's still running his campaign to try to be the next president of the United States. He's seeking that second term in the White House despite the legal hurdles 
which also includes efforts to remove him from the ballot in some states. Trump, he remains the front runner in the polls for the Republican nomination. So it doesn't seem to matter. The more they try to do, especially since a lot of it seems to be unconstitutional lawfare and election interference, it just makes this position in the hearts and the minds of most Republican voters that much more substantial. Some of them think of it as a protest vote. They may not even necessarily be convinced that they would rather have Donald Trump than Nikki Haley or uh, Ron DeSantis, but they're still going to vote for Donald Trump just because that's the protest vote. They've got to show these other folks that they can't just take Trump's rights away from him. And I kind of, kind of agree with that mindset, but at the same time, probably not the best way to pick the next president. I, I mean, if you support Donald Trump for other reasons, go ahead. I'm not trying to talk you into or out of anything right here. I'm waiting to see how things shake out. There's things that I like about Trump. There's things I don't like about Trump, like the fact that he still seems to think it's a good campaign idea to just lie about Ron DeSantis quite frequently, especially when it comes to anything involving COVID-19. Because he just doesn't want to admit that he made mistakes. Mistakes in trusting Anthony Fauci. Mistakes in rolling out the jab the way it was rolled out. Mistakes that if he would just come forward and say, hey, what, you know what, guys? I made a mistake. I trusted the wrong people. Uh, we were in uncharted territory. I was learning on the fly, just the same as everyone else. If you just come out and said that. That would solidify so many more people behind you. There's also things that I like and things I don't like about Ron DeSantis. So at the end of the day, whoever ends up with the nomination, they're going to have my support. Because anything's better than whoever the Democrats decide to put up. It's just that simple. Vote against the blue no matter who when it comes to blue being the Democrats. But... When it comes to this judicial lawfare efforts to try and keep him busy and keep him from being able to campaign, it's almost a good thing for Trump, quite honestly. Not only does it continue to garner more support for him when folks see how unfairly he's being treated, but it also keeps him from being out on the campaign trail and talking about all the negative stuff. Because as long as we're talking about Joe Biden, whoever runs against Biden going to win. As long as we're talking about Joe Biden, if they pick somebody else, we can still just talk about how bad things have been under Joe Biden and how that's the first guy these same people wanted to put in that spot. This is still the Democratic policy. This isn't Joe Biden's policy. It's the platform policies of the party. These, it's, it's way more radical than Joe Biden's policy. Joe Biden's radical enough. He's bad enough. Don't get me wrong. But this is not the policy of the man who was a senator for nearly 50 years and then vice president for Barack Obama. This is Barack Obama's policies. And he was just along for the ride then. And now he's doing all those same things on steroids. Not increased by a power of 10, but raised exponentially to a power of 10. And all because Donald Trump showed it could be undone quickly. 
All because Donald Trump showed that you can be an outsider and still make a difference. Donald Trump's not an outsider anymore. That he's really got to focus not on how he was robbed and about how he needs loyalty and he needs to, to be put back in place to right the wrongs that happened. What he needs to do is focus on how bad things have been under Biden. And then you can talk about how good things were under him. Up until the artificial shutdown caused by COVID-19, that's a winning campaign to lots of people that normally vote Democrat as well. That's all he's got to do. <clears throat> Don't get carried away with, oh, how you've been wronged. And you'll, you'll just run away with it. All right. Anyway, that's, that's where we're at. And, and just another chapter in the saga, the New York Times and their journalist have been relieved of their responsibility for violating tax law. <laughs> well, they did it in the name of journalism in the free press. I seem to recall some folks that violated uh, informed consent law in recording interviews. Uh, some folks that, uh, you know, got in trouble. And when it comes to getting Planned Parenthood bigwigs admitting that they were harvesting and selling fetal tissue. Yeah, yeah. What was that all about again? That was an act of journalism. They were doing it for the purpose of reporting and bringing it to the attention of the public. They found criminal activity being perpetrated. Oh, wait, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, the Democrats like those guys, don't they? Ah, that's the difference. All right, that's going to have to be it for today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for being here, as always. And remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Hi, I'm Andy Berger founder and chair of Voices Against Trafficking. Check out our website, voicesagainsttrafficking.com for our books and magazines. And you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. What a beautiful noise Coming up from the street Got a beautiful sound It's got a beautiful beat It's a beautiful noise on everywhere Like the clickety-clack Of a train on a track It's got rhythm to spare Evil is powerless If the good are unafraid